You're listening to Aim for the Bushes. And then I wrote down white people from Remember the Titans. What's in your brain, Aaron? Mush? It's raining outside. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. Good. All right. Super wild card weekend. It's in the books. First game. Well, first off, Gavin's back. He's alive. <laughs> I am live. He's here. Uh, Browns at Texans. Texans 45, Browns 14. Um, So Joe Flacco came back to earth. Yeah, he did. In yeah, a, in a major way. Did you guys see that thing I texted you uh, early last week where I had put a future on the Browns to win the Super Bowl, but it ended up not being it was not a future for the Browns to win the Super Bowl. It was a future for Joe Flacco to win the Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> <laughs> so close. I mean, in fairness, if they'd won the Super Bowl, he right. would have won MVP. So, yeah. yeah. Now, dude, I mean, this Texan story is pretty incredible, though. Like mm-hmm. thinking of where they were for the last two years, and then being—and it's funny—is Deshaun Watson on the other side of the field watching this happen. It Did you see it? There was a there was a clip where C.J. Stroud was like close to their sideline, and Deshaun Watson was just like giving him this the side eye, <laughs> like like pissed off. You could tell he wasn't happy about it. Well, dude, shout out to De- shout out to D'Amico Ryan's. Yeah. Oh yeah. Everybody's talking about like, and there was a lot of hype around him coming in. Big time defensive player going to Houston to coach. Um, what a great first year! And obviously, who knows how far the story story goes? But man, the AFC South. When we were doing this at the beginning of the year, this was the Jaguars division. It looked like. Um, Prince Charming was about to just take over the division for the next 10 years. And here we are. And and he sucks. Like, this looks like it's going to be CJ Stratton. And we don't know. We don't really have a full book on uh, Anthony Richardson yet. But the Colts themselves looked good. And if he adds to that at all, I mean, the Jaguars could be in third place. Maybe fourth oh, you place. Think- Tyler, you think that the, the Colts can significantly improve, right, with with a different quarterback at play? With Mr. Glass? I don't know. I, he'd have to stay on the field, but he's not able to do that so far. Technically, Mr. Played, Glass is a superhero, just so I, you know. I think he's played uh, six games and knocked out of, like, three of them. So, I mean, yeah, not a whole lot of faith in that. But I do have faith in Gardner Minshew if they stick with that route. <laughs> shout, out, shout out Houston being the uh, – being the best playoff team in Texas. I mean, always have been. Always they've got be. more playoff win, and it's not even close. Yeah. And they've been a franchise since 2002. So, like, Dallas, you should be ashamed of yourself. There's time for that in a minute. But shout out Houston. Yeah, Flacco, Flacco'd. Um, but Cleveland looks like they're pointing up too. As long as Deshaun Watson plays any kind, that feels kind of like a mess. Um, Cleveland was a fun story, though, but should have been Cincinnati had had, had Burrow been healthy. The numbers, 
Is it too early to talk about CJ Stroud for MVP next year? Because no. I I like that a lot. I mean, yeah, like... he's definitely gonna be up there for sure. Yeah. The the numbers that were showing on the broadcast though of the Browns defense on the road compared to at home is staggering. Like yeah. I, I I just I didn't I just, notice that until how the game. good they were at home, and then you on the road they were like one of the worst defenses in the league. It's crazy. Yeah, I made a miscalculation when I make my made my yeah, Super I think Bowl. You did. I forgot about that because I did. I had heard about it. Um, I would have recalibrated that had I paid attention to it. But uh, yeah, <laughs> two pick sixes almost back to back. Bad. It's brutal. Brutal. Nico Collins. Uh, and the thing is, they get Tank Bell back or Tank Dell back. Yeah. Office is probably just going to look better. Um, and they have two first round picks this year, don't they? No, that was la- no. I think they do this year too from the Watson trade. Well, they, I knew they traded one away for this year to get Will Anderson. Yeah, oh, they right. up, that's they what it was. Up yeah. to get it. Yep, yep, yep. You're right. Which, by the way, turns out that a great move. is paying off incredible yeah. dividends because CJ Stroud gets all the love early in the year, but towards the end of the year, I heard Will Anderson's name every week when they were talking about that, the, like the Texans game. So. I don't know where he'll fall on like defensive rookie of the year stuff, but it feels like he's got to be in contention for like top three there. No. Yeah, I think <laughs> yeah, so. For sure. I think the names are like him, Jalen Carter and like Kalaja Kansi from bucks. Yeah. I don't know. Cause all the, a bunch of other guys who were in it got hurt. So yeah. I think it's those three guys. No. Chiefs 26 dolphins seven. It is. I mean, this week, this weekend literally is the they are who we thought they were. This is who Jeff it is. If you paid attention to people's careers, they showed you who they were this week. We saw it with Joe Flacco. And boy, did we see it with Miami. Miami didn't even look like they wanted to get off the plane. Like and the the play like everybody loves the coach. But like. Some of the play calling was weird in that game. And from jump, you could tell Kansas City, like Kansas City was going to win that game. And what has me nervous is Miami made Kansas City look good in the sense that like maybe, maybe that was the game where unfortunately Kansas City gets their mojo back. And so like And that's with Kelsey had like three or four really bad drops. Yeah, and yep. I was going to say that. And yeah. Nicole Hardman stopped on a few deep balls. That He's could have been, awful. I, I, t- at least two that could have been like 40-plus yard plays, and one yeah. of them could have been a touchdown. Hold on. Hold on. A Chiefs receiver that's not Rasheed Rice played poorly? Yeah, right. Woo. But it was weird, though. It's not even – you guys, you know the plays I'm talking about. Like, he yeah, didn't yeah. even yeah. – he didn't drop the ball. He was wide open, and he just quits on the route. I don't understand that. They, this, I mean – should have been like a it should have been like 42 to 7 kind of game. That's but, what I mean, it should have been. Miami's missing a bunch of defenders. Like yeah. they're missing a bunch of defenders, so I don't want to attack the defense too much. It's the yeah. offense. Like yes. the offense, that's what this team is supposed to be. They barely threw the ball downfield. Like get these two running backs that you have that are good. Stop running weird gadget plays with them yeah. and run the football. Yeah. Like you can't you clearly couldn't do that and it was like the adjustments were terrible. Yeah. So, Tua I mean, had 39 pass attempts and Raheem Mostert 
and Devon A. Chain combined for 14 carries. Like, how do you, how does that happen? Tough. Yeah, very tough. And that that kind of stink won't leave. So the problem is, it does not matter how they come out next year through the entire regular season. This kind of stink stays with you until you win <clears throat> an important game in the playoffs. Like until they beat a Baltimore, a Kansas City, a Buffalo, somebody like that that plays tough defense in the playoffs, until they beat that team in the playoffs, they'll be the fraud, like, finesse team, which, I mean, that kind of stinks, but that's um, that's where they are now. I agree. And to the game of the week, Packers 48, Cowboys 32. And I want to preface this. I won $20 off this game because Aaron did not believe in his team and made a bet against his team. But yeah. this shows a 16-point game. This was not at any point a 16-point yeah. game. Uh, and if you go look at the stats of Dak Prescott, they look really pretty. It is 100% at the end of the game stat stuffing. This was a complete beatdown that the Packers put on the Cowboys. And Jordan Love looked incredible. And if you look at his stats, you look at C.J. Stroud's stats and his, they're almost identical, like in the game they had together. He was incredible. Aaron Jones pretty much owns the Cowboys. Aaron, I don't know what else. I mean, I loved every second of this game. So this is the this Beautiful. is the weird thing. I knew coming into this that all three of us enjoyed that playoff game. All three of us enjoyed that playoff game. But the thing that's weird is I should be the one that enjoys it the most, but I knew I didn't. I knew you did. I and absolutely that's did. Thing say. I think they said that Jordan Love uh, had the best pass rating of any playoff game ever. It was perfect. Because it was 158.3. Yeah. So um, I'd have to double check that. It was definitely in Green Bay history, whether or not it was NFL history. A couple quick stats. Dak Prescott had over or under half a yard passing in the first quarter. Under. under. He had zero. So uh, here we go. We're going home. That's it was a destruction. Yeah. And I'll be the first person to say I did not see this coming because I assumed that the defense was going to be tougher than Green Bay. I thought they were going to get to Jordan Love. Shout out to the offensive line. Green Bay's offensive line did not let Dallas's defense get to Jordan Love at all. And that was the difference in the game. Aaron Jones is a Texas boy, so he plays different there. The one thing that I forgot when I made that, because part of the reason I made that bet with you was I hedged. Like, I'm either getting $20 or we win a game. Like, because I just didn't want, I didn't want to have to deal with losing to Dallas, so... That's what it was the best 20 bucks I've ever spent, and I don't care. But the one thing I forgot is there are certain teams that kind of own other teams in the playoffs, and we own Dallas in the playoffs. And as long as Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott are the, are the two focal points of that offense, that stuff's not changing for a while. And they brought Mike McCarthy back, they're not yeah. changing, yeah. I like. 
go ahead and eliminate them. Go ahead and eliminate them from the playoffs next year, or from the the second Honestly, round of the playoffs. I feel a little, I feel a little bad for Dak Prescott. I don't. I feel bad for Dak Prescott in the sense of he has a joke of an owner, he has a joke of a head coach. Like he's limited before anything else happens. So, and it's it's not that he doesn't have talent. But he clearly doesn't have good coaching. So there is part of that where I look at that. And I don't want to get too big with it because the exact same way Dallas, we own Dallas in the playoffs, we're going to the team that owns us in the playoffs. I don't think we beat San Francisco in a playoff game since the mid-90s when Terrell Owens caught a ball and started crying in the end zone. So Different quarterback, different story, Aaron. Yeah, it, it's all, it always has been. It was Steve Young. Colin Kaepernick. I think Alex Smith got us once. Um, and then whoever got us two years ago. Jimmy G. Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy G got us in a game where they didn't score an offensive touchdown. So, um, what a good win. What a good win. Jordan Love answered all the questions. He's that dude. And I'm telling you, if you want a sneaky bet for MVP next year, there's some odds for you because if you follow the trends of when Green Bay should win a Super Bowl next, next year's the year. Go look at the Brett Favre to Rodgers MVP, the gaps between those, and look like love is on trajectory with all of that. So they're not going to be not. So you going to get paid this offseason? He's due. Oh, let me see. Oh, never mind. Paid him a little bit already, I think. I think they paid him last year. Looking at his contract. I think he just signed it in the offseason this past year, I thought. So they might have him cheaper than... Yeah, he did. Yeah, he's... Yeah. I don't know, it's weird. He doesn't show a base salary, but he does show like a, like a cap hit for <clears throat> the next three years, so... Yeah, I think they did the smart thing, and they signed him early. I mean, I'm sure they're still going to have to pay him more at some point, but... I can't even imagine what would happen if we had all of our offensive weapons. Like Christian Watson's played like three games this year. Yeah, so. no, they're gonna they will have to pay him this. I think they will because it says thirteen million guaranteed for the twenty twenty three and twenty twenty four. So he's in a contract near next year. They might uh-huh. wait. They if they're smart, they pay him this off season before he goes and has another baller year. Then they have to pay yeah. him fifty million a year. Yep. Aaron, that Luke Musgrave touchdown. I've never seen a player so open in my life. Yeah. Like Jordan Love, Jordan Love even underthrew him a little bit because it, I, I think he was shocked. There wasn't a guy within, I'm not kidding, 30 yards of him. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah. That entire game. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys see this, uh, Stephen A? Dude, I yeah. live for that post oh, every when year. When he does, yes. It's amazing. Especially the one, I love the one when, uh, when they, when they said McCarthy was coming back. Yeah. He did. <laughs> yeah. It was good. That How- was good. Like that that is a complete Jerry Jones just wants a guy that he can run over. Yes, man. That's all there's it is. nobody yeah. who could think I don't know. That's insane. But it's Dallas, man. Yeah. So the CeeDee Lamb's not CeeDee Lamb's not long for Dallas. Because oh, if yeah. this stuff continues, he's out in a year. He's yeah. gonna do he's gonna pull the Amari Cooper. He's gonna pull he's gonna bounce. He's yep. too good to stay. Packers are the only uh 
away team to win this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And now we have more playoff wins in Dallas Stadium than Dallas. That is the greatest. That is one of the greatest stats I've ever heard. We also that is we so good. Got the the Super Bowl in Dallas Stadium, so it is. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Lions twenty four, Rams twenty three. Great game. Oof. Brutal um, hit. Brutal hit on Tyler Higby. Oh yeah. yeah. That was vicious, man. Is the same, same guy that same guy that hurt TJ Hawkinson uh, week eighteen too? Kirby Joseph. He might did, be a dirty player. Uh, did you hear the? They had him mic'd up, Matt or uh, Matt Stafford. Yeah. After that hit, yeah. when he ran up to him, and he said that was a good. He said you're a dirty player. He said you see it on tape, and he's like, he said he said you did that last week. We've yeah. seen it on tape, dirty yeah. player. Yeah. Hey, shout out, Aiden Hutchinson might be in that group too. Some of his, uh, I can't remember what they're calling them. But like drop hip tackles, hip where yeah. yeah, he's he's got multiple hip drop tackles on people that yeah, don't it's... need to be hip drop. He's it... gonna tear people's knees out. That it's such a, that's such a hard thing. If they outlaw that in the league, it's gonna it's not it's gonna be hard. It's hard to not do that for some players. I mean, like if it's a dirty one and you're like pulling them down, that's different. That's one thing, but. It happens every single game. No, those, and those are the ones that I'm, I've seen where most yeah. guys are like they're almost stationary. Yeah, they're not moving, and that's, that's different. what happens. Yeah. yeah. So, what? Th- yeah, this was the best game, which I think most people thought it was going to be the best game. Detroit looked electric. Yeah, it looked electric. This had all the drama. So, and I mean, it was back and forth the entire like to start the game off. The quarterbacks were playing amazing. Stafford, Stafford's one of the toughest dudes ever. He's a dog. Dude, he had one of these, he had a throw on third and 16 where it was like off balance, yep. sidearm, pinpoint accuracy that like if Mahomes had thrown, Collinsworth would have ejaculated on the screen. Like, <laughs> le- like it's because it's Stafford. Stafford's been making these throws forever. And yep. because, and people freak yep. out about Mahomes, but. Puka was incredible this game too. It looked like every time he threw to Puka, he was wide open. I mean, I felt for Stafford, but dude, that stadium looked amazing. Like so, yeah, there electric. was players saying that it was the loudest That's venue they crazy. ever played in. It's so cool though. Imagine being able to draft Puka Nakua and Kyron Williams in the same round, the fifth round mm-hmm. of the draft, and getting that kind of production out of them. Going into next year, we all play fantasy. Here's my question to you. Yes. Cooper Cup or Puka Nakua? Oh, Puka. Yeah, easily. Yeah. Isn't that I, wild? Yeah, it's crazy. No, it is. Like, Cooper Cup going into this year, like, it was him and Tyreek Hill and Justin Jefferson. Those are the top three guys. And now it feels like Cooper Cup is, like, a top 15 guy. And Puka Nakua is, like, a top five guy. That's crazy. Yeah. But. He was like fourth or third or fourth in the league in receiving yards. Puka was as a rookie. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Yep. Bills thirty-one, Steelers seventeen. This was close for a minute. Kind of. Yeah, kind of at the end. Yeah, a little bit. But it felt like the Bills were always just kind of in control. Kind of a weird ending because I had no indication that, like, I didn't know anything about. Um, Tomlin maybe going away 
And then he kind of pulled that thing at the press conference where he just walked out when that person asked the question. I had no problem with him walking out. They just lost the playoff game, and people are barking down this dude who's never been under 500. What are you doing next year? I have no problem with him walking out. And then the next day, he agreed, like, they're coming back. But I didn't even know that that was a possibility going into that game. I had no clue. I don't think anybody really did. I mean, I had no clue of it. I don't honestly think it really was. Yeah. I mean, because I think Steelers fans are like, they're kind of tired of him because he, which I don't know why he's wins. All he does is win, but they haven't won in the playoffs in like uh, a decent amount of years. Like, I don't know what the number is off the top of my head, but they haven't won in the playoffs in a while. So I, I could see why they might be wanting to move off of him, but why would you? It's- it I mean, just be, feels like be, mediocrity, but they need a quarterback. To be fair, yeah, yeah. To be fair, he's had the corpse of Ben Roethlisberger and uh, then Mason Rudolph. Don't forget about the Ken VP. And by the way, they, they, people they can chose... say what they want. Kenny Kenny Pickett should have played Sunday or Saturday or whenever it was. Oh, was he healthy? Rudolph, Rudolph had yeah. He they he's been healthy for like three weeks, and they kept going with Rudolph. Like, I uh, I thought hand. that was a dumb decision. I don't know, but what is Kenny? I don't know. Let's have the Grayson Rudolph has had a couple of decent games. Kenny Pickett. I mean, here's the here's why I think that towards the end of the game, when they're down two scores, and there's like two minutes left, it's unlikely because you got to get a uh, onside kick. He can't move the ball down the field at all. At all, he's so limited in what he can actually do. Kenny Pickett can't actually throw the football downfield. Now, it might not look the best all the time, but he's not so limited to where, like, you watch those plays, they're throwing seven-yard routes right down the middle of the field that is just wasting time. It's like, if that's what you're going to do, just run the football. Kneel it. Like, if I would have been a Pittsburgh fan, I would have been so annoyed with how that lasts, like, six, seven minutes ago. Because there's no urgency. Everybody knows that he can't throw the football down the field. So, if you think that's better than Kenny Pickett, I, I don't understand that. Like. I don't think the I don't think this the the gap is that big as big as I mean like if you're if you're the Steelers <clears throat> you just strolling Kenny Pickett back out there next year or are you going to try to do something with the quarterback? They say it's going to be a competition. There's no way Mason between Rudolph. him and Rudolph. Oh man, yeah, I, they need to bring. I think they need to bring somebody in and give Kenny Pickett a competition with somebody that's not in the building. Well, yeah, right that's now. fine. That's fine. I'm okay with that. But I mean, again, this is. He's really had – I mean, how much of a season has he had? Not a full one. So, I – yeah. I'm not giving up on the Ken VP just yet. You guys will eat your words. Fight the good fight. I will. We'll see. Uh, Buccaneers, 32, Eagles, 9. That was just a fitting end to a nightmare of the last two months. So it should have been fifty to nine. Mike Evans dropped like two touchdowns. There was a um, James Bradbury when thrown to had a perfect allowed a perfect passer rating of one hundred and fifty eight point three. Elite, elite, <laughs> absolutely elite. Also, DeAndre Swift ten carries. Why? Why? When you know you don't have your number one receiver too. Why do that? I don't know. Play calling was awful. And their offensive I mean, coordinator has gotten three head coaching interviews now. How the hell? 
Is out. he really? No way. Yes. He what teams? With, he interviewed with the Panthers, the Titans, and then he just interviewed with the Falcons. I think the ass, Falcons basically. Ass, ass. <laughs> What's no, his but, name? Brian Johnson. Maybe they maybe they got it confused with Ben Johnson. That's probably what happened. That's right. When he well, got I mean, there, they're like, "Wait, you're not." <laughs> uh, hold on, this isn't right. That's what that's what happened. It was okay. So this is your fault. Yeah. What is? This whole thing is your fault. Yeah. We talked about mean? it briefly a couple of weeks ago. The Eagles have won one game since your little gauntlet comment, and they barely won that game on Christmas yeah, Day. This is your fault. You know, yeah, you yeah, should I'm... apologize to the Eagles franchise. You should apologize to the city of Philadelphia. Like, this I, is on you. I'm not apologizing for shit. I believed in my team, and I absolutely would ride that. I, I, dude, no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not apologizing. I'm not going to let that. you get away with that. There's a difference between believing in your team and what you did. You said they came when off. Is the gauntlet, and they didn't look great. Listen, they they, it doesn't matter. They came off. They came off three straight wins of Dallas, Kansas City at Kansas City, and then they won this electric game against Buffalo in overtime. So yeah, yeah. I was feeling very good. Yeah, when's the gauntlet start? And then from that point on, they barely won one game. Okay, in all seriousness, though, and this is not to rub any like kind of uh, salt in the wounds or anything like this. When we go back to the beginning of the year. This is kind of the stuff I was talking about with Hurts, though. Why I wasn't like super confident and willing to just put him in that in that super top tier of like five guys, because like, I mean, you still have Devonte Smith. Yeah, you still have Dallas Goddard. Like some of those throws, some of the offensive. Like at some point, if he's the guy, like that guy. He he takes some ownership at nine points or whatever they scored in the game. Like, I know he's young, and it's not like I'm trying to write him off. But, like, I, I think we saw a little bit of that tier one, tier two to three where he's at gap at this point. I agree a little bit, but I think this is going to be in defensive Tyler a little bit probably. But the the play calling is so bad. Like, I, I haven't watched a full Eagles game except for the two the Giants played against. And then this game, I haven't watched it a full game until this. There are like no checkdown options. Everything's yeah, a deep ever. ball, and he rolls. And if the the protection breaks down, he rolls out, throws it away, or gets sacked. I don't or disagree. It deep. There's and no I, checkdowns. Like, I'm on the Sirianni should be fired. Uh-huh. I, I think he should be fired for the way that this season ended. Like all the attitude and all that other stuff. I think it's a little bit of a cherry on top, but not running the football. When DeAndre Swift looked as good as he did early in the year with the kind of offense they have and the way this just collapsed, it has to sit on somebody's lap. And it had like to me, it's gotta be Sirianni. And if you if, if we're sitting here talking about how bad the play calling is, like, is he gonna just be a better play caller next year? Is he gonna be he didn't I doubt it. Well, that he's That's, still responsible for No, that, I though. know, but I'm I'm not I mean if they fired Sirianni I don't understand that I mean with three playoff appearances and then a Super Bowl appearance like I I, I get the speculation and I totally get that but when you watch I'm and I don't pretend to break down film but they were Troy Aikman was doing it and I've seen a bunch of stuff online there the Bucks blitzed like I think it was like on like ten of the thirteen third downs and each time all of the routes are either go routes. 
or curl routes where there's not there's nowhere to throw the ball. He has yeah. There's no movement. The there's yeah, no right. movement. There's nothing outlet wise. And th- there was one play they did on a blitz to Devonte Smith. It was a slant, and it went for like thirty or forty yards. And then they stopped doing that. I'm gonna read you a stat. This is a real stat. This is a single season record. The Eagles called. This is not a joke. In the season, 690 screen passes. This isn't a joke. For minus 26 total yards. I want you to let that sit in. I want you to let that sit in for a second. That's brutal. And (laughs) most of them, you can go back. uh, Maybe not most of them. The one against the Cardinals at the end of the game on like third and 20. Yeah. Devontae Smith is the lead blocker. Like, what the fuck? Like, I'm sorry. Like, what, what are we doing? What are we doing? Like it's it was bad. This was this was literally like a nightmare. Like this last two months, just watching it collapse yeah. and nothing. It it like you would hear you. They would say the right things and then it just got worse. Yeah, it got hey, worse so and it got worse. I was thinking about this this week, and I'm glad you said that about the collapse because I wanted to ask you this question: If you can be a little bit like subjective and pull back from it, if Earlier this year, I think we were talking about our our franchise's like worst games or worst moments or something like that, and we were recalling them. Where if since this th- not this game, but this kind of collapse from ten and one, where would this go on your like Eagles' worst kind of like games moments list? Like if painful, you had to put it, like painful, yeah, yeah, something like, like that. Like when we were talking about it, I was saying like the the fourth and twenty six, the Freddie Mitchell for Green Bay was awful. The NFC Championship against the Seahawks is the worst for me because of how it happened. And I've got like this list of five. Where do you think this would fall in like the bad moments if you're ta- if you're taking the last like two months for the Eagles? This would definitely be. I'd say this is either two or three for me. Like one is that Super Bowl last year. Like that was extremely painful. And then this one, this it's like it's to have the expectations and to be ten and one, and to only win one game after that. Like, I, it yeah, it's, it's bad. It's bad. And they, it's the same issues they've had. They didn't address the safety issue. They lost both starting safeties. They didn't address the linebackers. They lost both starting linebackers. And they continue to be cheap on those fronts. While they load the defensive line, it doesn't matter if they're getting the ball to people. And uh, it's, yeah, this one was rough. This one was very, very difficult. On the, I guess on the flip side, though, I was thinking about, again, the beginning of the season. I know I got two preseason picks right. And one was CJ Stroud is going to win rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year for sure. The other thing I said was Baker Mayfield's going to play himself into a contract. And boy, do I think now, will that be with Tampa Bay? I think so. Probably. Why not? Yeah, I mean, you just kind of run it back with those receivers. Now here's the question, because we have talked about this and we've heard about this on other podcasts. We clown Todd Bowles a lot. Like, Still not good. He saved his job, at least. Yeah. But no, I agree. Yeah, he's still not. Isn't that, isn't that wild though? Because I think if he'd have lost on Monday, I think he'd have lost his job. But that one game probably saved his job. Right. But again, we're talking about how 
big of a collapse the Eagles had been, and the Eagles were uh, t- uh, Tyrod Taylor playing a full game on Christmas Day away from losing the last seven in a yeah. row. Seven in a row. So uh, we'll see next week, I think, we'll, or this week. I think that game could be fun. Oh no, it's def- I think it definitely will <laughs> yeah. be fun. I think it's going to be. I don't know. I think there's going to be one blowout, and I think the other games are going to be competitive. But we'll get all of that. We'll get to all yeah. that later. We can move on. Shout to out now. Baker Mayfield. No, yeah, for sure. He was awesome. Uh, this weekend, divisional round, Saturday games, Texans at Ravens. Ravens are nine point favorites. And oh, Matt here, <coughs> here where the over under is. I was one in five in my picks last week. Over one in five. Over under is forty three and a half. I think. I I'm gonna. I think nine's a lot. I do. Th- I think the Texans cover that, but I I'm. I'm going full on with with some of these like Cinderella wild card whatever stories, and I'm I want I I could see the Texans winning this game, I really could. So I'm gonna take the Texans in the points and give me the over. I'm seeing what the public money is on. I would think it. I think. Most people are going to bet the Texans because mm-hmm. that's nine and a half versus. I mean, I guess I mean, the Ravens. Oh, wow. No. 59% of people are on the Ravens. Yeah. I, I'm going with the Texans. I think nine and a half is just too much. Even if they do lose, they're going to keep that. I think, I think they can keep it close. And what is it? 43. What'd you say? 43 and a half. 43 and a half. Probably an under. If the Texans are going to keep it close, it'll have to be an under. So I think I'll go with that. I actually am pretty confident on the over. I think it'll be an over game unless the weather's just horrible. But I'm taking the Texans outright. I I don't believe in Lamar in the playoffs. I just don't, and I won't until I'm proven wrong. And to be honest with you, him beating Houston this week ain't going to do it. So even okay. if they win this week, like a win next week will prove it. But, I mean, he's going to win his second MVP. He's going to have more MVPs than playoff wins. Like, that's insane to me. And um, first off, he shouldn't even be the MVP. The more and more I've thought about this, and I've looked at numbers and I've dug into some things. There is no way he should be the MVP. And don't hear what I'm not saying. He had a great year, an absolutely great year. But Josh Allen is the MVP this year. If you go back the last 10 years and look at the MVP's percentage of participation in scoring, and that includes Lamar Jackson's MVP. Most of that percentage of the team scoring pie is in the 74 to 80 range. They are, um, they make up 75, 76% of their team's offense, right? 
Josh Allen is like 78% this year. Lamar Jackson is 55. 55% of his team scoring. What does that mean? Well, that means that that defense has been a lot better this year than other teams' defense as far as holding teams down. And he's relied way more heavily on the run game versus his arm and his legs winning games. So if Houston can stop Baltimore's run game, will Lamar just be able to beat them? And they, I think he might be able to beat Houston, but I don't think he's getting by Buffalo or Kansas City. And I definitely don't think he's going to win a Super Bowl. So I'm just going to take the early exit on Lamar, and I'm going to say him and Jordan Love have the same amount of playoff wins going into next year. Interesting. Dak Prescott has more playoff wins than Lamar Jackson. Also played longer. Not much. It's not like not a ton. Not a we ton. Need to keep Dak's. I'm just saying. Line. So what's his face? I, why am I losing his Trevor Lawrence? Same amount of playoff wins. CJ Stroud. Same amount of playoff wins. Like. Some point that's got to matter, right? Got to matter yeah. at some point. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, Packers at Forty ers San Francisco is nine and a half point favorites, and the over under is fifty and a half. Blow out of the week. Take the Niners. Take the over. The Niners are going. Listen, you want to make another bet. A thousand percent, I will. I'll, I'll make this one. I'll make this one. I'll make this one fifty. Fifty. Fifty dollars. I'm, I'm, I'm taking the Packers taking, outright. Wait, no, no. I'm taking the Packers okay. outright. Not to uh, cover. I'm taking the Packers yeah. outright. Okay. I'm going with so, the dogs on this one. I'm going with it. These are the two teams. And I love, I love your belief in my team. I do. I'm in the playoffs from here on out. I'm a Packers fan. And if they like, I, I. I debated whether to even watch the playoffs this weekend. And after Monday's game, I wasn't going to. But <coughs> I'm all about I'm all about the Packers right now. So my my issue and under. I'm gonna take the under though, 50 and a half. My issue with this is so Jordan Love made some pretty incredible throws. One, San Francisco will get to him. Green Bay's offensive line is not going to just be able to push around San Francisco's defense the same way. But San Francisco's running game might be able to push around Green Bay a little bit, especially if Jair Alexander is not healthy again. They have never been able to figure out the Debo Samuel, whoever the running back is. And by the way, the last time they played in the playoffs, it was Debo Samuel and a couple other guys. It was not Christian McCaffrey. So now that, yeah, Moster. So now that headache has gotten worse because now you got to figure out a way to to stop CMC, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, and George Kittle. The 49ers are for real. And I think they're for real, for real. So I think this is a beatdown. I think Jordan Love still gets his points. That's why I'm taking the over. I think this is probably like, uh, give me. 38-24. I'm taking the points with the Packers, and I'm taking an over here. 
I think if the offensive line can protect well enough that San Francisco's secondary can be had. Not I, I almost said easily. Not easily, but I think their secondary is a little suspect sometimes. But the thing is, the pass rush is what's going to be the Achilles yeah. heel for the Packers if they can't keep up with it. Uh, I think the Packers offense or the Packers defense can slow down Brock Purdy. Okay. I do. Even though they, I'm just, that's honestly just because they looked good last week. Uh, Maybe just a shootout, honestly, but I have to, I have to throw this caveat in here. This whole year, I have not been as emotionally invested as I have before, because I knew, I knew the season had limitations for the past, 10 years, I've gone into football thinking, like, if a couple things go right, we can win a Super Bowl. Here's the problem with this game. This game is the end of my limitations. In the back of my mind, I thought Dallas was going to win, but I thought Green Bay could win. But I knew San Francisco was behind them. If Green Bay wins San Francisco, I'm in trouble because I think they can win the Super Bowl. And now my heart will be invested. My emotions will be invested. You don't and if Green this. Bay beats San Francisco to go and lose to freaking Detroit in the NFC Championship game, I'm going to jump off a bridge. <laughs> I cannot handle that roller coaster. So if they're not going to win a Super Bowl, I just need them to lose. Because I don't want to get invested. And then in a week, which, by the way, uh, I don't know if you guys know, I'm, I'm leaving – a week from Saturday, I'll be in Greece for a week. A week from Saturday, uh, yes. Yeah. My my in laws were going to take us to Israel, and obviously with all the stuff going on, that fell through. So, uh, yeah, we're going to Greece. So if they make it to the uh, NFC Championship game, I'll be on a plane when that's happening. So, I hate you <sighs> because you don't deserve this as a fan. I'll just be honest with you. Like, to not be emotionally invested all season. All season. And, like, to have – like, it just feels like for someone who's, like, too invested, like, to where I'm, like – like, I cry. Yeah, but I've been where be you honest. are. Like, you have like, to understand, though. No, I've been where you are. That's it, it why I'm not. No, but it's I've been stupid. able to have, like – this was supposed to be a rebuilding year. I've gone through 10 years. 10 years. Of success. Of maybe having the best skilled quarterback in the league. And every time – like, we get the number one seed two years in a row. The one year, it's COVID, so it doesn't even matter. And the next year, we lose the freaking Tampa Bay, and then we lose the San Francisco on a blocked punt. I Like, I've had enough of, like, we should have won the Super Bowl. We went 15-1 and and lost our first playoff game to that scumbags team in, like, 2012. I can't do this. So, no, it was nice to just be like, it'll be a growth year. I don't have to rage out. I can be a good husband on Sundays and not be a complete jerk. But I'm telling you right now, if they <laughs> beat San Francisco, I'm going to punch my wife in the face the second we land and I see the score. I'm going to knock her out the first day we're in Greece. <laughs> would, you rather, would you rather have to play Detroit or Tampa Bay in the NFC Championship game? Not for the game, but for – because Tampa, that's they beat you guys in the playoffs a couple years ago. Yeah, but that's it's not the same. Um, I it's it t- would be more fun to beat Detroit. Well, yeah, yeah, 
because there would still be like this level of um but if Detroit doesn't have to play San Francisco they might win they're winning it all like tell me tell me there's no way that the fans around this if you if you're not emotionally invested in a team that every fan deep down in their heart even if they don't know it everybody wants to see Buffalo Detroit yes that that's is what everybody in their heart does and they might not even know it but if we get closer and like it's it's Detroit San Francisco and it's Buffalo Baltimore everybody in their mind is going oh my god if we would get Detroit Buffalo which would be the highest of highs for one franchise and then the lowest of lows for the other one. Like we got there and we got beat by a team that's never won a Super Bowl. Yeah. And I'll say the opposite of that. If that is what ends up what happening, I'll just say it. Baltimore, San Francisco will be the biggest snooze fest of a Super Bowl ever. I'm just yeah. going to say it. Agreed. Yep. So will Kansas. Hey, so will Kansas City, San Francisco. Like the, I need, it, it'll have views, but like football fans won't care. Because it's like we've seen this. These teams have both been around. Like San Francisco's just kind of bad for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Because it's gonna produce rough matchups. The best outcome for this week is Buffalo, Houston, Detroit, and Green Bay to win. Those will be yeah. the two that I mean, those are electric matchups in championship games. Yeah. And honestly, even even if Tampa Bay wins that game. That'll still be fine because Baker's got ba- Baker's lightning in a bottle right now. Okay. I don't know if 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 San Francisco wins and Tampa wins, San Francisco might just curb stomp. Tampa. Oh yeah, no, I'm just talking about in the in the in the scenario where you painted. Oh yeah, like yeah. four teams. If if the other three win, that game can go either way. Yeah. Yeah, Baker definitely won last weekend. Obviously playing dominating in the playoff game and then the Browns losing in the same round. I don't know. Jared Goff. Uh, that too. Yeah, no, I guess beating yeah, that's true. Actually I wonder how much team. money Baker Mayfield made himself last week. Not only probably in like incentives, but then like going forward. Uh I mean Daniel Jones just made forty million a year, so that's the baseline. Coming off a year where sixty quarterbacks started games? Geez, oh, Pete's Baker. Is that how many playoff wins does he have? Was that his first? Second, he beat Second. the Steelers. Baker, he beat the Steelers when they were oh, okay, eleven and zero that one year. Yeah, so uh, I mean, Baker's contract. You, I mean, you got to start at forty because wait a minute, did we that. just say Baker Mayfield has more playoff wins than Lamar Jackson? Correct. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Two MVPs. Get also, out of here. Thought we should. Make a note: Nick Foles still has more wit, playoff wins than Dak Prescott. And Tony is awesome. the same amount as him and Tony Romo, right? Combined, yeah. combined, yeah, yes. yeah. That's what I meant. Yep. Buccaneers at Lions. Line is Detroit, um, favored by six and a half, and the over under is forty nine and a half. I just wanted to add: Did you guys see Todd Bowles' press conference when the reporter asked him? about how they were going to handle the weather in Detroit. And he, like, he handled it really well. But he, like, stopped for a second. He looked at her and he said, you know they play in a dome, right? And he said, no, I haven't prepared anything for the 20 seconds of walking off the bus and into the stadium. (laughs) It's the only moment in my life where I've been like, I like Todd Bowles. Yeah. Was that moment. I mean, what was the line again? 
Uh, Detroit is favored six by six and a half. I, I if I'm gonna have a curb stomp game, this is gonna be my curb stomp game. I think Detroit's gonna blow them out. So I'm gonna take Detroit in the points and give me the over. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be like a blowout, blowout, but it's gonna be easily more than the spread, and I think double digits, like thirty-eight to twenty-four, maybe. Because I, I think, because obviously Detroit's defense can be had. If you can Dude, block Aiden Hutchinson, then you can score points on them. So Detroit's offensive talent, when you go down, is stupid. It's yeah, how deep they are. It's great at every position. Is Chris Godwin bad? Like I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Well, I, it just feels like the last. Year. I would take him for the Giants. I've never seen. <laughs> I just mean like, okay, it feels like he's not the number two option receiver wise on that team. It feels like he's like fourth, and I know that that. But like, if you look at the numbers, the tight ends they get the their tight ends get so many. So yeah, but I'm even talking about the guy behind him. Who's ten? The guy behind him, number ten, and I'm uh... I'm just blanking on it. He scored the long like. 52-yard touchdown towards the end of the game last week. I can tell you in a second. Look at him. His last two months has been better than Chris Godwin's. Trey Palmer? Yeah, Trey Palmer, the rookie. Yeah. I think he's the number two on that team now. Plus Chris 425 Godwin, to score a touchdown. Yeah. Um, I'm just <laughs> saying. Yeah, I think Detroit went – Detroit is quietly kind of feeling like uh, a team of destiny yeah. a little bit. And – um, the way they won that game, that feels like that could be their toughest game in the NFC. So, like the way that they kind of emotionally got through that game, obviously San Francisco's a juggernaut, but I, I think I think Detroit's going to win pretty easily. Uh, Baker Mayfield did all he can with this team, and shout out to him. Shout out to Mike Evans for a unreal season. Another guy that probably boosted his stock a ton uh, that not a lot of people talk about, Rashad White. What an animal year. Kind of was no, an absolute of the year. <laughs> screw Why him. is that? Because I lost that? a parlay, $1,800 parlay, 24 legs that I built, and I needed him to have two more catches, and a $3 oh. bet would have made $1,800. Oh. Did you not see that? No, I, I did. See I that. just forgot it. Yeah. Yeah. Bullcrap. Oh, my God. What a bet. Oh. How much? Three dollar bet to make eighteen hundred dollars. Twenty four legs. I picked six six lines from each game from uh, after the first two. Did you have a cash out option? Uh, at one point late uh, during the Eagles game, it was like a forty seven dollars for cash out. But I'm like, uh, I'm not yeah. not worried about that. No. Yeah, it was. I was a Brandon Cooks Brandon Cooks touchdown away from uh, twelve hundred dollars. So that kind of bummed me out. When all of those garbage touchdowns went to the tight end, all yeah, I was, I was root. I mean, I was. I've never rooted so hard for the Eagles, except for in that fourth quarter or second half. I was like, just please, just keep this game close so they keep throwing the ball because I at that point I needed like twenty more yards for Evans, twenty more yards for Godwin, and then two catches for White, and they just screwed me. Me too. Yeah, the buck stops here. Yeah, for sure. Okay. 
Chiefs at Bills. Bills are three point favorites. Game of the week. And the over under is forty five and a half. I think this is gonna be like you said, great game. I'm definitely taking Buffalo on the points and give me the over. I think this is if there's a team in the AFC I'm cheering I'm rooting hard for the Bills. Like I want to see Josh Allen at least get to a Super Bowl. Like I I think this is the Bills year to finally get over the Chiefs in the playoffs. So No. I mean if they don't do it now what I don't know but there's just something that feels like maybe Buffalo has run dry. They've used up the magic. Stefan Diggs still is still not clicking with him. Like he had some catch he had catches this week for the first time in a long time. So he had some more yards. But Kansas City looked like they were up to their old tricks. And if Travis Kelsey moves at all. I just kind of wonder, like, do Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes even really get up for these other things? They're going to get up for this week. You're going to get the best out of them this week. So I'm going to take the villain here. And I want Buffalo to win. I want Josh Allen to win. I'm taking Kansas City. I'm taking the points. I'm taking a vintage Mahomes game. Four touchdowns. Isaiah Pacheco, mean run. Travis Kelsey gets two of them. That's funny. He's too. He, he's he's so checked out. I'm taking I'm taking the Bills and uh, over here. I think this is. I mean, I I kind of disagree with almost everything you said. I just <laughs> I'm just gonna be so honest, like. I think it, I hate, it's gonna I be hate every word that just came out of your mouth. <laughs> like no, it's just a gut feeling. It's just a gut feeling that like everything momentum wise says Buffalo should win. Everything does. There's no reason why Kansas City should win this game this week. And yet But you're talking like, like they got their mojo back. You're like, are we gassing up the Dolphins? Like yeah, there's some no, elite no, team to I'm, beat. What I'm saying though they is they kicked like four field goals in that game. <laughs> Yeah. To keep yeah, it, but uh, listen, we also talk about teams having other teams' number. Kansas City has their number when it counts. When it counts, they have their number. Yeah, Mahomes the refs also Allen have number. Mahomes' number. What? You think or you don't think the refs are going to be there? They'll be there. It's in Buffalo. Okay. I, I'm just. I want to be wrong. I want to be wrong here. I do, but someone has to think that the villain can still pull out the victory. Hot take here. This is kind of this is, is irrelevant to the actual game, but Chiefs white jerseys better than their red jerseys. They're gonna pop. Just random, but also random thought. Uh, do you guys know who Haley Steinfeld is? Yeah, hot. Yeah. Um, Josh Allen is dating Bonk. her, and she's hotter than Taylor Swift. So. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're engaged. Actually, that's so the pitch perfect, though, right? Yeah. The fact that you named her from Pitch Perfect just feels weird she's that's what that's where she started yeah she's <laughs> kate bishop no that's not where she started no no what hey steinfeld was in uh true grit Have you ever seen that no Dude, she, Dude, was, she like, was a kid. yeah but she was a kid 
dude, she was like a she was like a thirteen year old. True Grit was so boring. It was so good. Are you kidding? Are we gonna do this right now? It was very good. How many times you seen it? Once. That's why. (laughs) That's not. That's why. It, it it's such so a good, good movie. You, it's a great movie. I've seen it once. Listen, there's I've great movies I've only dude, seen once. I no, there's not. Not with yes. you. Yes, no, there you is. You're a rewatch king. That's a That's lie. Not a, That's not a lie. Great. You've seen probably you most... see Oppenheimer. Yeah, yeah. I don't like four or five. I don't know. Yeah. Well, get your numbers up. Maybe. How many times did you was. see? And I'll just pick a random movie. How many times did you see Top Gun Maverick? I only saw that once in theater. But How many I, times have you seen it? I've watched it twice this week. Oh, okay. This week? Yeah. <laughs> you watched it twice this week. I'm in the middle of my second watching of it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, how many times have you seen it overall? Uh, at least 10 to 15 times. Oh, awesome. It's True honestly it's honestly one of my favorite movies, though, so that's hard to... That's. You called... Here's the thing that's crazy. That's difficult. You it, have you, I haven't even have seen Top Gun Maverick. Grit? What? Dude. I've seen it one time. You haven't seen it once. It is such a good movie. It's one of the better like original movies that have come out in the past twenty years. It's like a movies movie. It's like a go to the theater, watch a great movie. Like it, it's incredible. Um, the problem with what you said about True Grit isn't that you said it was a good movie. That's fine. The um, what's his face won an Academy Award for that movie. The lead actor in that Jeff Bridges won an Academy Award. Movie is fine. Pretending it was electric is maybe, maybe I overstated. Electric that. is crazy to say. The start I of this say, conversation was that Haley Steinfeld is known for that. Nobody knows is. her from that. No, that's not true. She is no. She was um. She was very good in that role. Bonk. No, she was a kid. Don't bonk. No, no, no I'm not can't. saying that's, not that's for the cute. kid. Not for the kid. Well. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Gavin's last episode. Uh, the Evansville PD is knocking at his door as we speak. No, dude, Haley Seinfeld though is is a, hotter. Than Gavin for a per- Gavin's a pervert in twenty twenty four too. <laughs> I walked back my take on the bologna sandwich. I wasn't a pervert then. You walked back your take. All right, are we building a parlay for this? Yeah. Okay, so here's. I think before we go into it, I think we just have to agree which two games do we want to pull two from? And then we start, and then everybody has to agree to those games. What about which both, two games? Both Sunday games. Bills, Lions. Or why not do an eight leg and just do one from each team? All right. That's no, I, I just like I like it. Yeah, that's we don't fine. have to do that. No, nope. yeah, uh, let's build the odds. We can't do the six leg, but we're gonna get the eight leg divisional round. I'm in. All right, Gavin, we thought you were dead last week, and you might not be available in the future because you could be in jail. So you should probably start. Okay, I'm gonna. I usually write out stuff that I think is gonna happen. I'm gonna go chalk for one here. Uh, Aaron talked about it. Lamar Jackson is reliant on the run game a lot this year. Gus Edwards. Tyler, I'll I'll let you go, too. So you guys both get three. Um, 
Give me... Dang. Jameer Gibbs. Filling it. All right. I'm going to take... I'll take just another extremely hot hand. I'll take Nico Collins. I will go. All right, I'll get a little different here. Packers. Unless you wanted a Packer, Aaron, since it's your guys. You're good. Dontavian Wicks. Because did Christian Watson, was he hurt in that game? Because he played, but then he had one catch or something like that. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing with him. They might be using him as a decoy. You think Dontavian Wicks is good, though? I mean, I just... I mean, he scored like three of the last four weeks. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Josh Allen. I'll take CeeDee Lamb. Oh, wait. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I will take... So, okay, that leaves three teams. San Francisco. Bucks. Bucks and... Chiefs. Okay, I want to take one that's kind of out there. Yeah, Trey Palmer. I knew that was coming. Yep. I think if you look, I think he scored three of the last four weeks. They're going to have to throw on Detroit a bunch. It would have been him or Kate Otten. I think I'm going to go. The Bills had some more injuries on defense, didn't they? Sec Rasul Douglas, did he get hurt? Yeah. Yeah, Rasheed Rice. They, yeah. I mean, he's the obvious pick for Kansas City if you're not yeah, taking it. It's either him or Pacheco. Yes, I'll go with Rice. I think Travis Kelsey has uh, tired fingers. Pervert. Debo Samuel. Ugh, you're right. Well, boys, the next time we talk, I might be a maniac. I might be a full... I'm very happy with this season. Green Bay ended up in the Final Four in the NFC. I did not think that was possible. We end up in the NFC Championship game, like I said. I'll join Gavin in jail. He'll be in there for pervert reasons. I'll be in there for abuse reasons. I'm kind of surprised Tyler isn't in there for indecent exposure, getting a little tipsy and just running around his cul-de-sac naked, screaming obscenities about the Eagles. Yeah, it was almost happened. It almost happened. All right, is that a wrap? Yep. So.